Deacon brothers to come forth to take up our morning's offering. As they come forth, I'd ask you to please stand. We'd like to ask Brother Carl to say the blessing over the offering. Our Father, we thank you this morning for the privilege of being in your house. We're thankful for another day, Lord. For all your many blessings, Lord, we couldn't thank you enough for how good you've been to us. And, Father, most of all, for the day that you reached way down and picked us up out of sin and spoke mm -hmm. peace to our soul. We thank you, Father, for your sweet peace and the glorious hope you've given us in Jesus. And, Father, we're thankful for you, church, this morning. And we pray, God, that you'd help us each and every one just to humble our lives and be what you need us to be in this service, that our Savior might be lifted up, that our people could see their need and come to you while they got life and opportunity for you. Lord, we don't know when the end's coming, and it could be today. We thank, pray our God that our people would get ready and while they got time. Now, Father, just take us and use us for your glory. Bless this offering. It's intended use in Jesus' holy name we pray. Amen. Amen. <laughs>
his last verse. Everybody feels that way this morning. I'd like you to stand up and sing it with us. Everybody in the house will feel like you're blessed. I have sins for my feet. I have plenty to be and love songs and uh, just the, uh, the meaning behind them uh, when you uh, it, it's just good to be here today uh, you know you're, my heart feels good uh, it's just you know uh, you know these songs are being sung because we know the Lord and uh, uh, when you feel the spirit in them uh, you know you know where you're headed uh, you know uh, that's that's the biggest thing knowing where you're headed and having that peace uh, uh, you know we're those that are saved knows they're, they're going to heaven. Uh, you know, I, they don't have to have those worries. Uh, you know, I would, I, you know, the blessings that God has, uh, you know, he has them for everybody, but you gotta, you gotta want his blessings, uh, you know, and if you don't, uh, you know, you don't have salvation this morning, uh, you need to get that. In uh, that way, uh, you'll know, I mean, the natural blessings, uh, the Lord gives, uh, you know, he reigns on the just and the unjust, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, those, uh, the food and the, the shoes, uh, uh, that's just God's grace, and he'll give that, uh, you know, uh, that I'm, there's a lot of nations that don't have that, uh, you know, uh, it doesn't mean that God doesn't like them, it just means that, uh, you know, uh, there's uh, economy uh, scenarios, but uh, uh, God loves everyone, uh, but even if I didn't have shoes on my feet, uh, uh, you know, even though I heard of, you know, uh, of time when, uh, you know, they had dirt floor uh, in their houses, uh, uh, you know, that didn't mean God didn't love them, uh, they, that just meant that uh, they were on some hard times. Uh, but God still, uh, he, he wants to save uh, uh, the poorest of the poor and the richest of the rich. Uh, uh, we, you know, uh, sometimes uh, poverty comes our way uh, and it's no time to uh, turn away from God. Uh, it's a time to get close to God and, and have him uh, in the forefront. Uh, God is uh, uh, one that we need to serve, uh, uh, whether we're high on the mountain or the lowest of low. Uh, I, I often go back to when Elijah, uh, uh, you know, felt like he was all alone. Uh, and by the uh, the by the, the brook and the and the birds was coming and feeding them. Uh, you know he was blessed by God then, uh, and he stayed right where he needed to stay. Uh, uh, God in the forefront of his life. Uh, that's what we got to do. 
stay in the forefront of God's life, uh, but it's good to be in God's blessing, to have his blessing, uh, you know, uh, feel his presence, that's a blessing from God, uh, uh, when you feel it, uh, you know, uh, if your heart ain't right with God this morning, uh, uh, you need to get it right, uh, you need to know where you stand before God, have that happiness within you, uh, and know that uh, everything's alright, but if there's a disconnection between you and God this morning, uh, uh, reconnect this morning, because he wants to reconnect to you. And give them the, the blessing of the Spirit, which is one of the greatest blessings. So it's good to be here this morning. We'll get another song. I think we're still not shaking hands, but we'll just have everybody gather and come forward. And uh, we'll take a, uh, have an altar prayer and take prayer requests. set you free. Appreciate that.
we're glad to have our pastor and his wife back, but let's keep on praying for him, uh, you know. Uh, but definitely glad to have him back this morning. Somebody else have a prayer request? Appreciate that. Let's remember Donna. Someone else. Remember that. Someone else. Someone else for that. Delmer. Delmer Martin. Delmer. Remember him. Someone else. Brent, I have some requests, and uh, my family. Uh, really needs prayer. There's a lot of real needs in my grandkids and my family. Yeah. And uh, Bronson, our nephew, he's with Down syndrome. He's in the hospital. He really needs prayer. And then my granddaughter, everybody knows Reagan, mostly. And a lot of you know and a lot of you don't. But there's a new drug out that she's going to start on Tuesday. And it can really change her life if mm. it works. And they've had a lot of, of good results yeah. with it and so I'd like for everybody to pray for her yeah. because really her disease everybody knows cystic fibrosis is terrible disease but it can really help her so just really pray for all of us I'm thankful for what I feel this morning I'm thankful for my church most of all for the Lord that when I need him he's there for me and, and even like Carl said in Sunday school and trust 
always there. And I, I thank you, and I thank my church for your prayers. Yeah. Appreciate that prayer request. Someone else. Appreciate that. Someone else. Anyone else before we pray? Let's hmm. remember that. Yeah. It's tragic if people take their lives. Anyone else before we pray? Everybody with an unspoken prayer request? Okay, let's remember the loss this morning. Carl, let's pray. time we'll ask if there's somebody that has a song on their heart a lot of good singing but we'd still like to hear some more if the Lord puts it on your heart
Let's pray for Dan. I have a couple of Bible verses on my heart this morning, and uh, one of them pertains to you and I, Terry, where it says that, uh, that I may know the Lord and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his suffering. When we suffer, and I'm sure there's a lot of people in here today, some of these pews are suffering, and we have fellowship here in the church, and I love every one of you, and I miss the fellowship here at the Missionary Baptist, great, great church. And I was thinking of another verse that says, to live is Christ and to die is gain. And I'll tell you, the last almost 60 years have been wonderful years. Suffering a little bit now, but it's been more suffering and sin. And I'm just thankful to be here today. And uh, I'm thinking of a, of a song that, is dear to me, there waits for me a glad tomorrow when gates of pearl swing open wide and I shall leave this veil of sorrow to dwell upon the other side someday beyond the reach of human kin Someday God only knows just where and when these wheels of mortal life will stand still. And I shall go to dwell on Zion's hill. Just think of stepping on shore and finding it heaven, of touching a hand and finding it God's of breathing in air and finding it celestial, of waking up in glory and finding it home. As I look upon his face, the one who saved me by his grace, when he takes me by the hand and leads me through the promised land, what a day, glorious day, that will be, and forever I will be with the one who died for me. What a day, glorious day that will be. Getting closer and closer now. Appreciate Dan. Appreciate the song and his words. You know, our salvation doesn't get any better, but our walk with Jesus, and the more you realize, uh, you know, uh, that what he actually did for us. Uh, when I first got saved, I really didn't understand everything, and I believe the, uh, the older I get and uh, the more I appreciate what the Lord did for me and the more I appreciate, uh, you know, like Dan said, we're, we're heading to heaven, and... Uh, you know, we don't, we don't know what tomorrow or today holds, uh, but we do know who holds tomorrow. And so, be ready to go. Someone else have a song before we turn over to our pastor.
and I think most of, most of us know, let's pray for Dale, but if the Lord ever calls you during the service, uh, you know, we do give an opportunity towards the end, but anytime the Lord calls you and lets you know that you need to move, you need to move then. It, it doesn't matter what's going on, if they're singing or preaching or whatever, uh, just come to the altar and we'll gather around you and it'll never be a, a, a bad time, so... I'd say thankful to be here tonight. Um, seems like I've missed a lot of church here lately with uh, the refinery and, and where I work and my responsibilities there. But uh, I'd like you to really remember the refinery this weekend. Uh, we'll be starting up again uh, here this week. So just really remember the people out there um, that they'll be safe. Uh, while I was sitting back there, uh, Brenda handed me a, an envelope and, and I opened it up and it was uh, the day that I got baptized with, with Terry. Yeah. Um, and it took me back to a time where I was 18 at that point. Um, about 11 years old, I got called and uh, I didn't make my move. Um, I had the opportunity. Uh, I've you know, kind of been brought up in church and I've heard people that have got saved uh, at home, and that was how I was going to do it. Um, I was bashful. I didn't want to be up front of anybody. I didn't want to talk. Um, well, that wasn't what God's plan was. God's plan was for me to, to come up in front, in front of the church. And, uh, but I, I put it off, and I put it off, and I put it off, and, and, and pretty soon that, that feeling that I needed to get saved went away. And uh, I kind of, you know, got on about life and, and got into a lot of things. Probably wasn't a very good person during a lot of that time. And uh, then I got to thinking, is my chance gone? Uh, you know, am I going to get another opportunity? And uh, started to get a little bit concerned. But again, I was, you know, the athlete. I was... Uh, you know, wanting to run with my friends, and and, uh, and then Elmer Martin, I believe it was Elmer or Todd Hall, one of them came to the altar and got saved, and Dad come home and told me, and it wasn't long after that, the other one made their move and got saved. Uh, those are the guys I hung around with, and uh, and again, I started thinking, is my time over? Is my time over? When I really got to the spot where I said, God. I'm going to go to hell if you don't if you don't offer me another time. And it wasn't, wasn't too long after that that I finally got that call that, that he let me he let me I was down to a spot that I knew that this was it this was it this was my only chance. And uh, so I'm just going to be thankful that that you know uh, that he never gave up on me that that, that uh, you know he was there when I finally got to the spot that I knew what I needed. Uh, so just pray for us.
Now it's been a long, long road And my soul has got so weary I just can't understand All the struggles within me There's been times I've strayed away And even times I could not pray Somehow my faith would say just hold on, there's a brighter day. He never gave up. He never gave up. Mercy reached down. That was enough. If you could see who I was before, then I'm sure that you'll agree. He never once ever gave up on me so if your back's against the wall and you feel all hope is gone if you often ask yourself is there a reason to go on well he looks beyond your guilt and shame you see his mercy it takes the blame so just forget about your past and praise the Lord you're free at last he never gave up he never gave up mercy reached down that was enough if you could see who I was before then I'm sure that you'll agree He never once ever gave up on me He never gave up He never gave up Mercy reached down That was enough If you could see who I was before then I'm sure that you'll agree He never once ever gave up on me If you could see who I was before Then I'm sure that you'll agree He never once ever gave up on me If you could see who I was before never gave up he never gave up mercy reached down that was enough if you could see who I was before then I'm sure that you'll agree he never once ever gave up on me if you could see who I was before, then I'm sure that you'll agree He never once ever gave up on me.
appreciate that. Those good songs. I'd say it's a, probably a good time to turn over our pastor. Glad to, glad he's back. We missed him a few weeks. He was gone, but just so glad to see him. So. Thank the Lord for his mercy and his grace, his good spirit here this morning. Glad to have everybody cheer and uh, all our visitors. Glad to have you. Uh, sure glad that and we don't call them visitors, but glad that Dan Maxine could be with us today. I appreciate his uh, song and his scriptures and what he said and his big hug and all that. Sure glad to have Brother Jake with us this morning. Appreciate him. Whoever you are, we're glad to have you with us in the house of the Lord. Notice has been sick, not able to come for whatever reason. God's blessed you to come back. Uh, glad to have you. I'd like to read this morning from the sixth chapter of the book of Isaiah. If you've got your Bibles and like to read, I appreciate if you do that. And uh, it's a good thing to carry your Bibles, uh, especially to church. Good thing to read. I, I found out when I was a rather young saved boy that if I had my Bible and if I read what the preacher read, it seemed like it stuck with me a little better. And sometimes I'd mark it and go home and look at it some more after church. <clears throat> but I want to start reading here in verse 1, chapter 6. I'll read down through maybe verse 9 or 10. But you listen. In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw also the Lord sitting upon a throne high and lifted up, and his train filled the temple. Above it stood the seraphims, and one, each one had six wings. With uh, twain he covered his face, and with twain he covered his feet, and with twain he did fly. And one cried unto another and said, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory. And the posts of the door moved at the voice of him that cried, and the house was filled with smoke. Listen to what Isaiah said here now, verse 5. Then said I, Woe is me, for I am undone, because I am a man of unclean lips, dwell in the midst of a people of unclean lips. For mine eyes have seen the King, the Lord of hosts. Then flew one of the seraphims unto me, having a live coal in his hand, which he had taken with the tongs from off the altar. And he laid it upon my mouth and said, Lo, this has touched thy lips, and thine iniquity is taken away, and thy sin purged. Also I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send, and whom will go for us? And then said I, Here am I, send me. And he said, Go, and tell this people, Hear ye indeed, but understand not, and see ye indeed, but perceive not. So <clears throat> I want you to really pray. And there's a lot in that, and a lot of deep stuff in that, but uh, what I've got on my heart is real simple this morning. Uh, different people have already talked about it. Brother Dan talked about it and, and uh, Brother Brent and maybe some others. Uh, troubles on every hand. Uh, we don't know uh, when uh, great calamity is coming. We don't know when death's coming. Uh, but as this scripture starts out here in the uh, sixth chapter of the book of Isaiah, he's talking about uh, in the day that King Uzziah died. Now, there's a great big uh, message and a big story about King Uzziah himself, but I don't want to get into that too much because I, I need to focus some, on some more simple things here. But in the day that King Uzziah died, 
Isaiah said, uh, I, he said, I saw the Lord uh, sitting upon his throne, high and lifted up, and his train filled the temple. And then we talk about the, the seraphims. That's an angel of God. And uh, the word seraphim uh, in its literal meaning in Hebrew means on fire. Uh, so you could say the angel's on fire. And uh, they begin to move. And uh, one of them uh, said, holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. And uh, the door uh, moved and uh, the doorpost moved and the voice of him that uh, cried and the house was filled with smoke. Well, you know, this got a, a attention. This got uh, the old prophet's attention. It got Isaiah's attention. Well, let me be real simple and real plain. Uh, one time uh, when I was in the house of the Lord, I was just a boy. And I'm telling you what, uh, it might not have happened physically. That's not the important part spiritually. I'm telling you, the house shook. Uh, I'm telling you, uh, the, the host of the temple, they shook. And uh, it, it not only shook, but uh, it got me way down inside. Uh, you know, uh, just recently, uh, we didn't feel it, but while Linda and I was down in Kentucky, uh, there was an earthquake happened along the border of Kentucky and Tennessee. We didn't actually feel it, but we talked to a lot of people that felt it. They said what a shock it was when it came, when the earthquake came, it shook the house up. Uh, they said they could feel it shake them up. Uh, I'm telling you, uh, this is a different kind of earthquake I'm talking about. Uh, when the gospel moved, uh, it shook this old man up. It shook me way down inside. And uh, when Isaiah, he said down here uh, in uh, this uh, fifth verse, then said I, uh, woe is me, uh, for I am undone. Behold, uh, he said, because I am a man of unclean lips, and I dwell in the midst of a people of unclean lips, for mine eyes have seen the King, the Lord of hosts. Uh, I'd like to use a subject this morning. Uh, uh, on down here uh, I'll, I'll wait and get to it maybe a little bit but uh, here am I send me that's what I want to preach about this morning here am I send me Isaiah said I, I'm undone I'm a man of unclean lips boy he saw himself a sinner that's what you were testifying about uh, brother Dale uh, you saw yourself a sinner a man of unclean lips uh, but boy I'm glad God's got what we need this morning when he saw himself a sinner and a man of unclean lips. Listen, how, how, how much of a picture is this? He said, then one of the seraphims uh, came and he had tongs and he took a burning coal off the altar and he, he came to Isaiah and he touched his lips. Uh, boy, I, I like what it says up here. Uh, get this. He laid it upon my mouth and said, Lo, uh, this hath uh, touched thy lips and thine iniquity is taken away and thy sin purged. I, I'm telling you what, uh, when I was a boy, I came to an altar. Uh, I did like you, Dale. We had an old apple tree out in the back of the house. Uh, I've been under conviction. I decided I'm going to get saved back there at the old apple tree. I went out there. I got around on the back side of it. I didn't even want mom and daddy to see me cry. I got back there, uh, Brent, and I hid myself. And I said, okay, Lord, now I'm ready to get saved. Uh, but God, uh, he didn't move like that. Uh, now, people can get saved by the apple tree. Uh, we've heard tell plenty of times, Blaine got saved in the backyard on an old dirt pile. George Peace got saved at the factory running the machine. Uh, a lot of people got saved a lot of different places. But the key is God has to be calling. God has to be speaking. Uh, you can't just design it to suit yourself. It's got to be God's way. 
Boy, I'm telling you what, uh, when uh, this hot coal uh, touched uh, the prophet's lips, of course, he wasn't uh, a prophet at the start. It took God to make him a prophet. But when, uh, when the hot coal touched his lips, uh, the angel said, thy sin has been purged. Boy, I'm telling you what, Royal Al, uh, God put the fire and the Holy Ghost in me one time. He said, oh, boy, you okay now? I'd wrestled with it and I'd cried and I'd prayed and, and I'd wondered if I was ever going to get saved. And I was so shy, didn't want anybody to see me cry, didn't want anybody to see me tore up. But I'm telling you what, when it got right down to the real facts of the matter, I wanted Jesus enough that I was willing to come. Oh boy, I want you to pray this morning. I know you are. I appreciate God moving and praise God this morning. I like this. Now you just go with me. Let me take my time here a little bit. I need to do that. Now he said, Lo, thy, thy, this has touched thy lips. Thy iniquity is taken away, and I send purse. And then I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send? Who will go for us? Then said I, Here am I, send me. Uh, I'll share this, but I remember it probably. Uh, many years ago, uh, an old preacher that's already gone on to glory named Arnold Petrie was at Billy Ray's house. And I was there, and I was just a young preacher. And that scripture came up, and uh, I, I read that. Maybe we got to talking about it. Uh, whom shall I send? Whom shall I go? Who shall go for us? Then said I, Here am I, send me. And I began to talk about how humble, how willing Isaiah was to go. Arnold said, there's more to the story than that, son. He said, that statement didn't start out with Isaiah. He said, but it started out with the Lord Jesus Christ. He said, just picture in the before time, in heaven before the world was, when God was making man, and he knew God the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost knew that mankind was going to sin. There's going to be such a great need. He said, and and then he said, of course, God already knows, uh, but the conversation is for our benefit. He said, a picture God saying, uh, who shall I send? And he, he said, a picture who shall go for us. Then a picture, uh, the Lamb of God, uh, the Son of God, the only begotten of the Father. Uh, just picture him saying, Father. Here I am, I'll go, send me. Well, listen, that's what we've got to do if we're going to help anybody. We've got to put ourselves in the background and put them in the front ground. Billy Ray, if I, well, praise God today. When God gets in us, we can be like him. I know I'm not perfect like Jesus was, but when I follow the Holy Spirit, God bless me. I wrote a little scripture down here on the edge of my Bible. It's in First Peter chapter 4 and verse one has said this for as much then as Christ has suffered for us in the flesh arm yourselves uh, with the same mind well I can put it uh, my way I can paraphrase it let the same mind be in you that's in Christ uh, what was that that was a mind to be a servant uh, we need to come to Jesus and then we need to go out and do the will of the Father. Oh, oh listen, one time you pray real hard and I believe you are, but somebody needs to come and I liked what Brent said earlier. If you need to come to the altar, you ought to come right now. Why would you want to wait one second and take a chance on missing out on what we've got this morning? Oh, I'm glad. Uh, let's go back uh, to the old, uh, from the Old Testament to the New Testament again. Remember when Jesus was out calling his disciples? Remember when he called Philip? He said, Philip, come and follow me. Well, now, uh, Philip didn't go directly in the same footsteps that Jesus went, but he was following Jesus. He, he obeyed the Lord, but I said that to make this point. Instead of going straight where Jesus was, uh, Philip went straight where Nathaniel was. 
He said, Nathaniel, he said, we found the Messiah. He said, he's the one the prophets have been prophesying about. Uh, boy, as soon as he called Philip, Philip wanted his friends to get in on it. That's the way I felt when I got saved. When I got up off the altar, I turned around and looked back through the church house and uh, God brought some people to my attention. I wanted my friends to have what I had. And, and some of my friends had got saved before me had told me how good it felt and they wanted me to have what they had. So what we need to do, we need to get saved, then we need to follow Jesus. And so he went and told Nathaniel, said, I found the Messiah, the one the prophet's been prophesying about. And my, oh, praise God, Nathaniel, he was a little troubled. He said, can any good thing come out of Nazareth? He didn't understand that the Messiah could come out of Nazareth. Of course, my, Jesus and his family lived out at Nazareth for a while. That's what he was talking about. You know what Philip said to him? Come and see. Can this be real? Come and see. Boy, come and find out for yourself. Well, uh, let's go on a little farther. Uh, Nathaniel went with him down where Jesus was. And Jesus saw him coming. He said, behold, an Israelite in whom is no guile. Nathaniel said, when did you know me? How do you know, how do you know who I am? Uh, probably never met him in the flesh before. Uh, but Jesus said, before Philip come down there to you, I saw you when you're sitting down there under the fig tree. Folks, I'm telling you, uh, God knows all about you this morning and he knows what you need. You need to come to him and then you need to follow him. Boy, I'm telling you what, I'm glad I'm here and I'm glad I'm saved this morning. Let me go to another place in the scripture. I got it marked there too. Jesus was having a supper with a bunch of people. And one of the men that was at supper time there said, Blessed is he that shall eat bread in the kingdom of God. Boy, I like that. I like to eat off of God's table. But listen what Jesus told him down here. He said, a certain man made a great supper and bade many. And he sent his servant at supper time to say to them that were bidden, come for all things are now ready. Who, uh, uh, who's gonna go for us? Let me ask you, let's, let's take a little inventory this morning. Uh, let's let the Holy uh, Spirit, let's let the word of God challenge us. It challenges me and it challenges you. Let's look at the challenge in the word of God. When the Lord has said back there to Isaiah, who shall I send, whom shall go for us? Because of what the great I am did in the beginning, before time, uh, he was able uh, to look up and say, uh, here am I, send me. Uh, that's a picture of the Lord. But when Isaiah followed the Lord, that was his picture. Boy, if there's anything I want to do while I live, it's want to uh, help somebody come to Jesus. Uh, there's some folks, you can't make people come, but we need, uh, when we come to the Lord, then we need to be asking them to come. Back, back here, uh, where I'd read to you before, uh, back in, in the book of Isaiah, when the Lord told him back here, he said, go and tell the people, uh, hear ye indeed, but understand not. See ye indeed, but perceive not. Well, down a couple of verses, uh, uh, Isaiah's kind of like us, or maybe me. He said, Lord, how long is this gonna be? How long is this gonna be? Uh, the Lord told him until the towns and the houses are without inhabitants. Everybody's gonna get a chance and oh my goodness, what a work there is and it's done. Are you doing your work? Back here, uh, when we talked about this, and, uh, when the Lord uh, told them back here, he said a certain man made a great supper and he sent many. Uh, listen, I'm not, not gonna stay on this real long, but I need to make a few points here. Uh, when that servant went out, uh, he sent the servant at supper time to say to them that we're bidden, come for all things are now ready. Folks, let me be real honest this morning. When I was a lost boy, 
If there hadn't have been some servants like that, that's the grand old church. If they hadn't have been uh, living for Jesus and humbling their heart and letting their light shine uh, and, and talking about the Lord, uh, I probably never would have got saved. Uh, God was using them to reach out to me. God uses the church. Uh, we all got a job to do. We need to be about the Father's business. We need to be telling people. How do we tell them? Well, there's two ways we tell people to come to Jesus. That's by living right and having the Spirit in our life. The, the next way that goes along with that is by word of mouth. How about coming and going to church with me? Let me ask you a question. Uh, not trying uh, to belittle anybody, but let's all ask ourselves the question. Who have I invited to church lately? Am I living in such a way my life could have influence on them? Have I invited any of my friends to church? Have I been inviting my family to church? Have I been saying, come, come and see Jesus? Oh, listen, let's go on a little bit. In verse 18 here, this in the, over here in the 14th chapter of the book of Luke, verse 18, it said this. It said, and they all with one consent begin to make excuses. Boy, it's frustrating sometimes. You know, one fellow here had bought some ground. Other had a yoke of oxen that he'd bought. Another had got married. I won't go into all the details of that. There's a lot in it. Uh, but they all said no. Uh, uh, pray to have me excused or I'm not coming. They all in some way or other said no. Uh, I'm telling you what, it gets frustrating. Uh, if you've been on the journey a long time, you've had a burden for people, you've been asking them to come, they keep turning you down, got too much to do, got this to do, too busy, too this, too that. It kind of gets to you after a while. Sometimes you just feel like quitting even asking them. Uh, but let's go on down here a little bit. And so uh, that servant came and showed these things to the Lord. That's down verse 21. Uh, then the master of the house, being angry, said to his servants, go out quickly into the streets and the lanes of the city and bring in hither the poor and the maimed and the halt and the blind. In other words, there's no quitting place. He, when the Lord said, who shall I send? Who will, who will go for us? Folks, we need to go and go and go. Well, say, preacher, uh, is it okay to uh, take a rest once in a while? Uh, boy, it better be I'll be in a bad spot if it's not because I've I sure have been resting almost three weeks. Uh, but in my heart, I want to keep going. Uh, we need to keep going. And so now let's go on down through here. I'll try not to hold you too long. But he told him to go out into the lanes of the city and, and the streets and bring in here the poor and the maimed and the halt and the blind. And the servant said, Lord, it is done as thou hast commanded. And yet there's room. You know what that tells me? Some of them come. Some of them come. I've done what you said and there's still room. Uh, well, here's what the Lord finished up with. And the Lord said unto the servant, go out into the highways and the hedges. Go out and compel them to come in that my house may be full. Now, he didn't mean for them to go kidnap them, but that word compel is a powerful word. It means use great power. Uh, boy, we need to have great power in our lives uh, to reach out to people. And uh, here's the point, and I'll, I'll be just a minute, and you can get an invitation song. Go out into the highways and hedges and compel them to come in that my house may be full. For I say unto you that none of those men which were bidden shall taste of my supper. That's what Dale was worried about you know, in his testimony. If he, if he didn't feel that call coming to him again, he'd missed his chance. Praise God, God's called him. He didn't give up on him. God's real today. Let's stand and sing a song. And two things I want to say today. Are you doing your job for Jesus? Are you, are you of a mind? Are you of the same mind that Christ is? That you want to sacrifice of yourself to bring somebody into God's family. Are you here today and you're lost? Don't be like those folks that missed out on the supper. The supper was there and it was ready. The invitation went out, the doors were open. And they said no. Would you come this morning?
For somebody needs to come. Somebody needs to come. Come while the Lord's calling. Let God have his way in your life. sent the servant out and said, tell them to come. They went and told the people, come, supper's ready. Come, supper's ready. You know, as a young Christian, I remember thinking when the preacher would preach along the lines that I preached that, I, well, I don't know how to invite anybody to come to Jesus. I can't do that. that. That's probably for the old preacher, maybe some of the old deacons, they can do that. But I want you to know every one of us has got a spot and we need to be doing that. We're all part of of the servant of God, which is the grand old church. If you're saved by God's grace, you've, and I've told this story so many times, I need to tell it again. It'll be short. Over at the Albert Street building many years ago, a young lady came with some friends and got saved. Her family didn't come to church, but she came with her neighbors, just a little girl. And she'd invite her neighbors to come, and they would. One Sunday, Sunday morning, she came, she said, uh, Brother Terry, this is my friend that I've invited to come to church. I want you to tell her how to get saved. I want her to have what I've got. And I got down on my knees in the altar. It was between Sunday school and church. I got down on my knees so I could kind of look them in the eye because they were just little short people. I started trying to tell that little girl. And I was praying. Well, the young lady that had brought her friend, the young lady that was saved, had been coming to church. She got me by the coat. And I looked around, tears running down her face. She said, Brother Terry, you better let me tell her. See, God was stirring her heart. God had given that little girl a testimony for a friend. She told her friend about her salvation experience right there in the altar. Boy, I felt heaven move. I'd been preaching a long time, and I was a pastor. But I could not do the job that little girl had to do that God gave her. It was hers and hers alone. 
Every one of us is unique and special, and we've got a job to do nobody else can do. If you're here this morning and you're saved, but you're not really on fire for God, you're not really where you need to be with the Lord, remember when that hot coal or the Holy Ghost touched your soul and cleaned you up and God gave you that rich feeling down inside. Well, I tell you what, sometimes I talk to people and they say, I remember back when, boy, back then, uh, uh, the church used to be powerful and God used to be powerful. And boy, I remember we had some real meetings and God used to really move. Uh, folks, we still have real meetings and God still moves and the church is still powerful. But I've had times in my life I couldn't connect with it. After I got saved, why couldn't I connect with it? Because I wasn't in a place to connect with it. But when I come and I repented and asked God to help me, and I made a greater effort. Boy, then I got my cup filled up again. If you're here and saved this morning and your cup's not getting filled up much, I would like to beg you. Sing us just a verse. Somebody needs to come. Just a verse. Right now. Please come while we sing this verse. Would you just come? God will fill your cup up. Run it over. Do you care? Do you want to have power with God? Do you want to see your people saved? You can't save them. But you can buy them. You can encourage them. You can, you can get the, the mind of Christ in you. You can say, here am I, Lord, send me. God, if you want me to tell them, I will, Lord. I know that's scary. It is to me. Sure is to you. But with God's help, we can do that. Here am I. Send me. Let me help my people. Are you interested in helping your people? If you're saved, you can help them. If you're saved, you can help If you're saved, you can help your people. Do you want to help them? Sing again in a minute. I need to talk to the lost a little bit more. I probably won't be long, but I pray to God that people obey the Lord. When I was talking about if you really want to be a help to somebody, you can. And then God laid this on my heart. Here's the real truth of the matter. This is this is kind of harsh. If you're not being a help to your people, then you're being a hindrance. Jesus said, He that's not with me is against me. He said, he that gathereth not with me scattereth abroad. You either on God's side doing God's will or else you're pretty well making the devil happy. People that are saved need to be on fire for God. They need to be living for Jesus. They need to have power in their life. You don't have to be a Bible scholar. You don't have to get up in front of people and give a speech maybe. But you've got something that you need to tell and something that you need to be doing for the glory of God. Now, so if you're here and you're saved, and you're not where you need to be. You don't have to be an outlaw to need to repent and, and renew up and get in. Uh, I've had times in my life before I wasn't out doing anything bad, but I just kind of lackadaisical. I wasn't doing anything right. And God let me come and get in. Now, let me say this, and then I'll let them sing. If you're here and you're saved and you're not where you need to be, come. 
No shame in that. But let me tell you, say this to the lost. If you're here this morning and you're not saved, just like those people were getting invited, I, I suspect you're getting invited this morning. I can't see in your heart, but I believe somebody's getting invited. And if it's you, you can feel it down inside. Why? Why should I turn it away? There's no reason to turn Jesus away. We're, we're not asking you to tell about your sins. We're not asking you to make an excuse. We're not even demanding that you join the church. If you get saved and want to, you're welcome, but that's up to you. What we're asking you to do is for your benefit and the glory of God this morning, come to Jesus while they sing. Please obey the Lord. Please come. Please come. Come while they sing. Please obey the Lord. Please come. Come on. this morning listen do you want God's blessings God's good to all of us but if you want his spiritual blessings you just need to obey do what God wants do what God wants I'd be I'd be honored to walk up the aisle with you I'll tell on myself a little bit before I got up, I said, now, I'm not going to walk around like I used to do because I feel like my ankle. I'm just going to stand behind the podium. Well, I, I got up there, the Lord moved, and I forgot about that. I forgot about that. I'm glad I was able to move around with you. Listen, God's calling somebody today. I'd like to walk up by with you. Would you come? Come on, folks. God knows what you need. He's, he's able to supply every need. Oh, I feel that burden this morning. Will you come? Please. Please just come. I don't want to embarrass anybody. I'm not trying to. Not trying to. But if you'll just come at God's call, God will do so much for you. Would you just come this morning? Please come. Well, I'm glad God's touching people's hearts. We'll go pray together. Well, preacher, I wouldn't know what to say if I went and prayed. You don't have to say anything if you don't want to pray. If God gives you something, say it. If you don't, that's okay. Just let it alone. Will you come right now? Come. Come on. I don't know if this helps or not, but if it just seems like you're having a hard time moving and you want to move, if you just raise your hand up and wave it at me a little bit, I'll come to you. We'll talk about it a little bit. Maybe go taller. Right quick. If you feel that way, come on. Oh, there's so much here that needs to happen. Please come. Boy, somebody needs to move. Please come. Let me ask you a question. If you turn God away and go out of here without obeying the Lord, how much better do you think it's going to get after you leave?
It doesn't get better if you disobey the call of God. That's my experience. And that's according to the Bible too. But that's my experience. I've been in church before and God wants me to come to the altar. And I can remember thinking, I wish, I wish that God hushed and I wish they'd quit singing. I like to go home and get out of this. I felt that way. That's awful, but I have. But I, I've had that happen and I went home and I felt miserable. I thought, I should have went to the altar. I could have got rid of this bad feeling. I could have got rid of this misery. He's not just a song. Up to you. Up to you, folks. Your choice. God's not giving up, and I'm sure not ever. As long as God will help God never gives up. But He won't force, God won't force His blessing on you. He just, Jesus said, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hear my voice and open to me, I'll come in. something else on your heart sing glory glory I appreciate that song why it's powerful somebody needs to come and uh, that's a great song I'm sure blessed it's come on my heart to ask them sing glory glory if you're here today and you've been saved you ought to acknowledge it if you haven't been saved you ought to acknowledge Jesus and come get saved pray while they sing the altar's wide open. Please obey the Lord.
Bible. I don't know. But I've got a time and a place. Do you? Obey the Lord. If you don't have Jesus in your heart and you want him, come and let's pray. Calling, you can get him. Somebody touch me. I know it was the hand of the Lord. Listen. It was on a Friday. Yeah, man. Somebody yeah, listen. Praise God. It was on a Friday. Somebody touch me. Praise God. Singing, good spirit. Well, I thank the Lord for spirit and for good singing.
people paying attention, being patient, and certainly not pointing anybody out and not meaning to embarrass anybody, heaven forbid. But we had folks in the house that, that I felt like it God's calling them. I didn't ask them if God's calling them, but some of them were weeping, some of them just by their expression. And I, well, I appreciate it when God's calling people. And I don't belittle you at all, even if you didn't move. I, I've had a number of times in church that I sat and the Spirit moved powerful and God spoke to me and I didn't, I didn't come. <clears throat> I'm sorry about that, but I'm just being honest. I've, I've been there and done that. And so I certainly wouldn't look down on anybody else that done it. But it's a dangerous thing to do. It was dangerous for me and it's dangerous for you. Let me encourage you. Come back to church just as quick as you can. We've got church at 6 o'clock night. If God calls you in your home today, you might be at the house, whatever you might be doing. If God's spirit speaks to you, find you a place and pray and ask God to save you if that's what you need. If you're there and you're saved already and God's spirit's dealing with you, you need to repent and rededicate your life. Do that. <clears throat> but come back to church. What I'm saying is don't let time keep getting by. I'm amazed at how fast time goes. And uh, it seems like it's really moving on. And uh, I'll just put it this way, not trying to be uh, scary or anything, but there's lots of people back over the path of my life that I've had a burden for to get saved that I don't have a burden for anymore. Two things happened. Some of them got saved. I didn't have to be burdened for them anymore like that. Some of them died. I just don't know. I just don't know if they got saved or not. I mean, hope they did, but we, folks, we all going to die. We need to get in before we die, and if we're saved, we need to do something for Jesus before we die. I don't. I don't work for the Lord to try to go to heaven. He's already given me that, but I want to do something for Him to help somebody. So that's enough. Any words from anybody else? And you're still welcome to come to all or even right now. Anything else on anybody's heart? If not, just be seated for a minute. We'll turn over to Blaine for the announcements. <clears throat> and I, I'll say this, and of course Blaine would be thrilled too, and I would. I don't think I've ever seen this happen. But if you feel like coming to the altar while the announcement made, you, you still will. If God's calling you, it'll still work. Sunday, February 9th, the youth group will be staying after church to serve at the lunch and laughter get-together. Pickup will be at 3 o'clock for everyone. Also, the youth group will be doing a girls' day, guys' day on Saturday, February the 15th, uh, and they'll be giving out more details on that soon. There will be choir practice today at 4.30 here at the church. And there is a, a vendor craft event March 7th in the Fellowship Hall. Uh, that's from 9 a.m. until 2 p.m. We will have a, we have a few spaces left. Let Shannon Thompson or Vivian Fromm know if you're interested. Uh, also this year we have our youth group and four other youth groups uh, from our sister churches that are setting up their own booths and selling uh, things at the event. We will have a concession stand. Uh, there is no admission charge. Come out and look around uh, and see uh, what you can't live without. Any questions, see Shannon Thompson or Vivian Fromm. Also, at uh, Crouches Creek, uh, where Trey is uh, the pastor at, they're having a youth day on uh, Saturday, February the 22nd. 
uh, and I don't know all the details, but uh, Brother Chase Lay is going to be preaching that. So if anybody can go to that, I'm sure they'd be thrilled to have you. If you can't, please remember them in prayer. Samaria? Okay. <clears throat> Last Saturday this month, be our association meeting at 5 o'clock at Samaria. Appreciate that. We appreciate Brother Brent. He's our moderator, and we thank the Lord for him. So remember that service down there. Anything else? I appreciate everybody being here. Thank you for being here. And listen, if you can, come back. Even if you're visiting, we just, we're just so glad you're here. It's blessed our heart. We want you to come back. And if you've got something on your heart, your heart's troubled about something, and you'd like to talk to me about it, you feel free to call me anytime you want to. I just, if you don't have my number, plenty of folks has got it, you can get it. Uh, call me or Linda or both of us. Uh, we'll be glad to talk to you and uh, pray for you. Okay, if nothing else, everybody see the stand. <clears throat> Go ahead, Jordan. Ask Jordan to pray.